All right, all right, all right. Um, it's one of those weeks where we don't have mommy, so it Woo-hoo! is December 12th, 2021. This is Commander Chig, and I am steering the ship tonight. And as I mentioned in Nurgle, I have a tendency to fall asleep or just let go of the wheel to see what happens. So, uh, what do I do first? I start Wait, by. Uh, did you just did you up. just say it was December twelfth? Uh, sorry, ninth. I jumped to the future. <laughs> Good God, I'm already failing. I we are sure early episodes of this. That was something that tied it like every week. Gave like we the are, wrong date. God, we damn. are killing it already. <laughs> oh God, thanks for calling that out. I'm surprised you even know the date. I figured you quit keeping track when you reached a certain age. Thanks, but, man. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Is that what happened to you? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, obviously. Uh, at least <laughs> I had the right month. Fuck. All right. We've already dropped a number of F-bombs. We're off to a great start. Uh, yeah, I don't know I where you have start... room to fucking talk about be people being old. I, I know, right? Uh, everybody, you, you heard Teflon. Let's have, uh, you know, instead of doing the Loose Screws Discord and Loose Screws ED stuff, I'll pimp all that stuff later. Right now, we're going to go around the table and introduce everybody that's here. We'll start with Commander Teflon tonight. How are you, bud? Hey, what's going on? I don't know if I'll be here the whole time, but I'll try. Okay. I know sometimes you got to run to help your kids and, and put them to bed and, and do things like that. Uh, yeah. It, it's been a while since you've been on the show, too. What, at least a month or two, maybe yeah. 10. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Okay, what have you been up to in, in real life and in game? Went on vacation, came back, did D&D stuff, and then uh, uh, my daughter had surgery yesterday, and she's doing fine, so uh, just exhausted. It's been a week. It's been a long week. Well, oh. glad you're here. We'll jump now. We'll, we'll let, uh, oh my god, Commander, Lieutenant Commander Data, I actually pulled that off messed up the date but got your name right how have you been what's new hey glad to be here uh not too much uh, is new this week yeah i've been able to make in game most nights still curse curse you still chig i'm still doing that odyssey grind yeah and well definitely get into that I'm later not, i'm not mis- not totally miserable at the moment but yeah hey. doing doing well I, I agree. I'm I'm having fun with that. Uh, we'll we'll get into that stuff a little bit later. I think I'm going to give the some tips and stuff. I gave plant gunning last week. I'll do mercenary crap this week. Um, let's move on to. You just heard his voice pop in there. Uh, our good buddy <laughs> Dubs. Smooth brain. Smooth. The smoothest. Hey. <laughs> What what have you been doing in real life? I understand you've been working a lot. And what have you been doing in game? All right, yeah. Real life is the same as always, suffering and work. Uh, <laughs> in game, uh, I actually don't think I played a lot of Elite last week, but I'm currently hunting for a new SRV. A new SRV, you say? And I'm not going to Jameson to get it. <laughs> Of course how are, you, how are you going to find one? I, I'm curious. I am literally just going to go to high population, <laughs> tech systems, whatever, and just stop at all the large stations and see how that goes. It's oh, been this a while. will be fun. It's been, 
years since I've actually tried to find a module without any external tools whatsoever. And not going didn't, to Jameson. All right, we'll start the timer on. now. Hold on, just let's see. It's 718. Let us know how long this takes. As soon as you find one, cut in no matter what we're doing. Yeah. It's like, boys, I found one. Okay, you'll 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 hear it. I'm also looking for the size seven A Olympic controller too to see if that exists. All right, Nurgle, oh. you were cutting in there. What what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to tell Dub something, but I'll let him figure it out for himself. Oh, Is there boy. no seven A? Okay, no, uh, let him figure it out himself. We'll, we'll yeah. move on. Let's move yeah. on to uh-huh. Nurgle now. We get to find out what Nurgle's been doing in real life and uh, in game. Uh, well, at, at at work, we started this week the process of putting in a new citywide uh, preventive maintenance and work order system. So that's been so much fun that Does I it just automate the uh, putting the cover sheets on your TPS reports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about that good. It's it's mm-hmm. about that good. It's you know it's one of those cookie cutter one size fits all that they use for everybody who might be you know logged into a computer. So. My system is the same as the city garages system is the same as a counting system. So you can imagine how uh, how functional it is. Right on. Actually, I, I really we are literally like 30 hours into what they say is going to be a six month process. So I shouldn't poo poo it yet, but we're not off to a roaring start. Well, this is a government entity, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, I know. And th- th- our IT people are. Well, there are IT people, so that I don't need to say anymore. But I've I've had a fair amount of time to to actually get into the game. I mean, I, I seldom get to play more than a few hours a night, but I've I've been able to get in most nights and get some playing time in and get some BGS work done and some CQC. Had a little bit of issue with my router this week, but it's a few years old. It's probably time to replace that anyway. But I've I've had more time to play, I think, in the past seven to ten days than I've had in quite a while. It's been fun, and I've really been enjoying CQC. Good. Speaking of CQC, we got our second-place trophy. We managed uh, to lock that down. Tuesday's CQC, uh, we had a good full lobby. We actually played some uh, team deathmatch. Uh, uh, we had yeah. a blast from the past show up. Tierville himself, the great Ty Worsham, showed up, and he was actually in CQC with us. Oh, just- who's that? Yeah, I know, right? That that goofy, his southern drawl showed up, and he had, like, company at his house, so he's trying to talk quiet and stuff, but he, he was there hanging out. It was it was good. <laughs> we haven't gotten a game with him a whole lot lately, so so it was it was a lot of fun to have him there and, and to blow him up repeatedly. Amen. So, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, uh, other than that, you know, we had, like, Subsonic Slug was there, and, and Nurgle was there for a bit until he had router problems, and I don't know. Some of the other regulars, uh, Trax was there. Obviously, he can't bother to show up for this show on yeah on every week, but he can show up for CQC, which I appreciate and I believe is more important. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, in real life, uh, just doing some work stuff. It's it's been slow, so I've been playing more Elite Dangerous than I probably should. Um, I've been, as Data alluded to. Uh, I'm doing the Odyssey engineering stuff and everything, and it does get once you get the basics down. You know, you get a suit up to five and a and a weapon or two. Then it's you're not pressed to get things done. And once you've got weapons and suits, everything comes a lot easier. But these engineers, 
unlocks are I, I don't know who designed these unlocks. They're the it, worst thing. Yeah, ever. it's soul crushing. It's terrible. It and is. They're like under investigation on the issue tracker as to the rarity of some of the data that you need to unlock them too. So I like I uh, kill myself too hard what trying is it, to unlock uh, some of them. Surface defense plans or what Settlement is it? Defense plans, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I have three of them. I don't know when I got them or how I got them, but every method I found online to try to find those does not work. I have spent hours trying to find a single settlement defense plan. If I just got a random one to pop up in a data terminal somewhere, I'll just stay there and log in and out for the next three days to try to get them because <laughs> you need fifteen of these things and. I don't know where they exist if they exist. So, I mean, I've found them on accident before, and I don't remember where it was either. Yeah, I've, like I said, I've got three. I don't know when or how I got them. You know, it must have been early on somehow. You know, when you don't, when you're not looking for something, you happen to stumble across them. When you need yeah. them, you'll never find them. That's what I've taken to doing for that sort of thing. Exactly. Um, I see somebody's updating the notes as we go. This is this is this is nice. Is this? Uh... Well, you should know that as we speak, the game awards are happening. Oh God! So there's a lot. There's a lot of new new things like being announced. Normally, I normally I take time to watch this for like the trailers and the um debuts and stuff like that and announcements, but I. Did not know when it was. <laughs> I okay, had well, no idea. Two parts to that that uh, you, you you mentioning that brings up to me. A, the Expanse season six final season launches tomorrow, and as I've mentioned in the past, I've got a weird obsession with that show. I mm. I've watched it over and over enough times. Like I've said in the past, if it was a person, it would have a restraining order against me because I'm strangely obsessed with it. I just want rewatch season five. God damn, it's good. That's this is the third time through yeah. season five, um, and I am super super excited. Then uh, Teflon mentioning the video game awards, they just announced that there's an expanse game coming out that's going to be following Kamina Drummer, and I'm in love with her. So I'm so excited Tell-tale that's going to be a thing. Yep, Tell-tale. Tell-tale. Also, if you want to talk about, they just announced they just announced a Star Wars game set in the High Republic. Era, yawn. Mm. You, you Teaser, the, 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 the cinematic trailer looks really good. Right on. Well, okay, I, I'll I'll be sure to take a look at it. But man, Star Wars I like is, Star Wars. Star Wars and Marvel have just Disney knows how to just ram shit down our yeah, throat until I just. So, I'm I still having caring. fun with both those universes. So and I've. Yeah, I mean, I've I've abandoned both recently. I just I can't do it anymore. Oh. It's over and over and over. Yeah, I know, right? And I'm a I'm a you know entertainment consuming junkie, and I can't anything Star Wars or Marvel right now. I'm on a on a hard break. Well, that's oh. fine. Take a break. I'm gonna keep going because I'm still having yeah. fun. Yeah, you guys, you guys do it for me. That's fine. The the new Hawkeye show is great. Yep, haven't watched it. Have no intention. I, I the last thing Marvel I watched was the Loki. Which Man, was Loki was really good. Yeah, it, it was, was really good. I, I can't wait for season two of that. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like I watch something crappy and I'm like, oh, I'm done with this. I just 
was exhausted with it. With the with the Marvel stuff, I'm to the point of just watching the weird ones, like the One Division and the Loki, like stuff that I can't tell how it's gonna play out just from the trailer. I saw uh, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, and I was like, "This is fantastic!" Like, yeah, it was a really good movie, and I was not expecting that much out of it. Oh man, I had a blast that movie. I can't wait to see more of those characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I haven't that one. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, nah. And the Hawkeye, I love Hawkeye. I love Jeremy Renner as an actor. I would yeah. normally I'd be all over that, and I'm like, eh. And uh, Scarlett Johansson, I'd watch her sit in. I would watch her well, watch yeah. paint dry, and yeah. I didn't watch uh, <laughs> Black Widow. I watched so, Black Widow. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yep. and I, yeah, I Black sure Widow I, was great. I'm sure I'd enjoy it. I just, for some reason, I just, I can't. It was just, I mean, how many movies over how many years, and now it just keeps going. And I just, I, I'm, yeah, I, I've suffered uh, Marvel fatigue. I think, which is yeah, nuts because well, I went back to it. I'm, I'm also with re-upped my marvel unlimited subscription so i'm reading comics too and i have a marvel unlimited subscription i'm catching up on a lot of the old comics and stuff so you put me on to cosmic ghost rider freaking badass that's some of the funniest shit i've ever read cosmic ghost rider is fantastic yes oh my god yeah anybody out there uh frank castle (laughs) becomes the ghost rider connect those dots jesus spirit of vengeance and all that yeah that it's it's hilarious that is that that's one of the better reading comics i've done in a long time so uh all right so we've jumped off topic there i think uh let's do squad update and then we can jump into you know talking about you know other you know more current news and stuff like that so uh somebody do a squadron noise and then nerg will take over Insert squadron noise here. There, that's done. All right. So we we can let our crack team of audio engineers just kind of, you know, merge that stuff in when they do the post-edit on all this great audio that they always do before they post it. That's the crack team of highly paid audio engineers. Absolutely. They make make the big bucks for a reason. Yeah. It doesn't come from us, but they make the big bucks. (laughs) So real, real quick squadron update. Just like last week, we have kept our plate clean of other distractions so we could focus on the expansion into Balmus. Some of the guys in the squad killed it earlier this week, and we not only kicked uh, V740 into expansion for that, we also flipped right around and got our target faction in Balmus retreating. Uh, Don't want to jinx it by saying too much about it, but everything looks really good right now. Granted, we're uh, eight, nine days out from this actually happening, so there's plenty of time for changes, but we're in a good shape right now. And then, uh, you know, with the failed audio last week, we didn't get to go through what I wanted to talk about with how retreat mechanics work. So, since it's timely and we just pushed a faction, pushed a faction into retreat, retreat is a very simple mechanic. So, You have native and non-native factions in a system. You can obviously only retreat a non-native because the natives are from there. Um, And if you're really finding it difficult to determine which ones are native and non-native because there's not a lot of information in the game that would tell you that, you can go to Inara, look at the system factions, and Inara nicely has them labeled for you. 
in order to get a faction to retreat, you have to push their influence down to 2.5% or less. That puts them, they'll do one day pending retreat and then six active days of retreat. So it's a seven-day process. Um, they have to be below 2.5% at the end of that process in order for them to actually retreat. Nothing in between matters. So if you get them to go into retreat, they jump back up to 10, 15% influence, and then you get them back down to 2.5% by the last day, they still retreat. Um, and that's really all the retreat process is. At the After, after those six active ticks of retreat, if they're still at 2.5% or below, they're gone on the next tick. So under 2.5% to start, under 2.5% to end, nothing in between matters. That's retreat. Badoomch. What if we push them high enough to go into a war with another faction while they're in retreat? Then uh, anything that causes a conflict, so be that war, election, civil war, uh, will block a retreat. And the interesting thing about that is retreat is one of those rare states where you lose influence while you're in it. So they'll, a, a retreating faction will lose 2% per day or per tick influence. If you manage to push them up where they match and go to war with another faction, they'll still lose that 2% per day, even though their, fact, their influence is supposedly locked in a war. Uh, but they won't actually leave the system uh, unless they're still in retreat when the war is over. Uh. But that's a real complicated edge case that almost never happens. But Let's the only sense. things that will stop a retreat are war or well, it's still a war if you're invaded. So so let's say we were pushed into retreat in a system where we didn't want to. We we just weren't paying attention to woogie joogie system or something, right? Right. All of a sudden somebody goes, dude, you're being retreated out of the system. How would you go about avoiding being, you know, tossed out of the system? As long as you're above two and a half percent, you won't retreat. So all hands on deck then would be just push the, our influence the, up as much as possible. Well, but as as long as you're, it depends on the system. So if if it's a system where you're not going to be opposed, you could do all hands on deck, push it way up, do a little bit of maintenance work to bleed off the two percent per day penalty, and you'd be fine. If you thought somebody was trying to actively push you out of the system, what you would do is you would wait about five days till you're coming up to the very end of the retreat period and then push everything up at the last minute so there wasn't time for you to fall back down and stop the retreat that way. Okay. Timing is everything. Got, yeah, I'm glad we've got you to worry about this shit for us, because, by God, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I'm surprised nobody's put together some kind of, uh, like a really comprehensive third-party tool that keeps track of all of it for you, but there's so many variables, I don't know. There are. There are. I don't know how they and could. There are a lot of third-party tools out there. I don't think I would consider any one of them comprehensive because they all show, they all have different bits of information. They all display it in different ways. So you just use a combination of them and you learn how the mechanics work and you think a lot about it. 
and I so happen much, to be. Yeah, no, so much, you think a lot about it. Yeah, so I much well, like interpretation, right? And that a lot of relationships aren't nailed down. Like it's just through player testing, and it's all through player testing. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, virtually none of this has been explicitly stated by FDev. You know, of course, the timing things, how many days it takes, that's you know obvious because it is what it is. But most of the other stuff uh, has never really been explicitly covered by FDev. I feel and, like and if help. someone did put a tool out there with that much information and gave it to the average player, we would wind up fucking things up worse because we would think we understand it. Get it totally wrong and just do the opposite. Well, if if you're willing to dig around, the vast majority of this, of this information is in Inara. Most people don't look at it. There's it's, so much in Inara. You could read oh, yeah. that website for weeks and you wouldn't know yeah. everything that's there. That's an encyclopedia of information. Set of encyclopedias of information. True. Yeah. It's, yeah. And most um, people don't look at it. I mean, one thing, I mean, a lot of people just don't realize how BGS determines so many things in this game. I mean, like Colin Ford over at Lave Radio is talking about how, you know, he did a bunch of missions for Lave and then he logged off, didn't turn in his missions, then he logged back in and they were all expired. And, yep. and he was like, he's like, oh, that's so frustrating. But that makes sense. So you can't just stack up a bunch of missions and turn them all in to get all of that influence at once. You need uh, that. That's why those timers are there. Cause otherwise you could, you know, really start right. gaming, gaming the system pretty heavily. And that's why these things, you know, along with it being, you know, it's a dynamic universe and it's, right. it's, it's constantly changing and everything else, but the BGS is part of that whole system. And, you know, if, if you ever wonder why, why don't they change this? It could be because FDev is lazy and doesn't know how to fix it, or mm. it could be because it affects the BGS. And if you take out certain rules, it'll make it, you know, far more gameable than it is. Right. And everything about the BGS rewards slow, steady work. Very little of it, because there's diminishing returns, rewards doing a whole bunch at once. So, I mean, if you if you really want to pound your head against the brick wall and do 70 million in bounties tonight in one system, that's great, but you could have got 95% of that by doing 15 million in bounties and then doing something else. Um, and since there are multiple buckets and each has their own limit in terms of how you do the BGS, if you do 70 million in bounties in one system and I do 15 million in bounties 20 or 30 in influence uh, in missions, I mean, and, you know, about 40 million in trade, I'm probably going to beat you because I've done an average amount in three buckets and you've tried to bounce off the cap in one bucket. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I, are on foot missions and space missions counted the same value and stuff as testing been done on that we plus three influence on put mission on par with a plus three we case. think so i should we like i'm testing it the the, the people who <laughs> test this because i don't have the patience to do a lot of this testing don't have the time but the, the people who have tested this have said one the jury is really still out because there's not a lot of clean testing on it but it looks like they're at least close um, the only thing, 
plus five yeah. Odyssey missions. Oh, there's not. I will, aren't there? Huh. I, I, I don't. I don't know. Four. But the the only place where there appears to be a sizable discrepancy is, ironically, what Chig's going to talk about later with combat zones on foot, because it looks like on foot combat zones and space combat zones count about the same in terms of winning a conflict, but you get a lot more bonds from ground combat, and that can have a a fairly outsized influence because bonds also count towards winning. Yeah, I'm I'm depending on us going to some wars in order to keep my credits up. That's going to be my credit-making thing is going to be ground CZs because they are very, very lucrative, and if they're helping the... The uh, squadron, that's what I will be doing when we go to war. Good deal. Though I do love flying my spaceship more, but I can fly my spaceship in CQC, and I can fly my spaceship fighting bugs. Uh, combat zones are, yeah, they are what they are. So or I'll go fighting shoot people in the head. Yeah. <laughs> With all rails. But we don't have to do that. When are we doing that, by the way? <laughs> Me and Dubs have a bet. I, it's not a bet. Uh, a challenge, I ask somebody if I could fight their type 10 with fixed weapons using my sidewinder and dub said, does that offer go for me? And I'm like, fuck yeah, it does. So I'm waiting to get destroyed by a type 10, but we just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. Type 10 with all rail guns, only yeah. rail guns. <laughs> yeah. And I'm all rail guns. You're all rail guns. I'm all rail guns, but you're a type 10. I'm a sidewinder. <laughs> all rail guns, one fire group. <laughs> okay. Okay. So he'll just blow up. That's fine. Heat works for me. The heat. <laughs> I like this. I, I outsmarted him. So well, he may only get one shot at that sidewinder anyway, so he might as well make it count. Yeah, I have a feeling I, it's going to end badly for the little gnat of a sidewinder, but I, I'm game. I, I totally have no problem being blown up. I It's fun. Like the night that we did the whole uh, the interdicting thing, and if I, you could get away unengineered and stuff, I was. I, I was blown up a couple times that night because science, bitches. Um, all right, so I think we're done with squadron talk. Yes, let's, uh, yes, we are. Move on. Let's uh, uh, chick chat this week. Where the cheese at? Is I'm going to go into uh, uh, the on ground stuff a little bit uh, with uh, I don't know. From my perspective, it's how to check that box as quickly and painlessly as possible. But a lot of these help you just to get into the on-ground stuff a little bit. Because I came back from my long trip, and I came back, and I just, I'm like, I'm going to do some of this ground stuff, which I hadn't done. Plant gunning doesn't count as ground stuff. Um, Hand stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, But so I'm going to get into this just a little bit, and... You guys just cut in where, wherever you want. If you got a question, if 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 I'm saying something, and you're like, "Well, wait, I found that this way was easier." You know, just jump in. I'm not going to be like, "What do you think?" Just just interrupt me when you have, and if you have any opinions on this stuff, because I'm, you know, me. I just I just check boxes and I find easy ways of doing it, and and try to be as efficient as possible. I I'm definitely not the best first person shooter player i can hold my own but i definitely am not the best uh so this this is what i did and when i got back you know i had no suits above grade one dominator or maverick are the two suits you want maverick 
only has one primary weapon and one sidearm. Dominator has two primary weapons and a sidearm and is more is is beefier. So if you're going to be doing CZs and stuff to level, I would highly recommend going the Dominator and just start flying around. It sucks, but just hitting random stations and you'll find grade three stuff. You'll find some grade three stuff that also has engineering. And that's what I fully didn't understand when I started, you know, doing this suit stuff. I, it's like, okay, upgrading the suit or engineering, you know, uh, they're not the same thing and they totally are not. The engineering just adds different benefits to your weapons and suits. Upgrading is straight up better shields, better armor and weapons, it's, just more damage. It's like doing the upgrades the grade increase doesn't require engineers. You can do that at the outfitting shop in the station. And that's, that's like kind of analogous to the regular engineering on ship modules and doing the actual different engineering modules on your equipment is like kind of like the experimental effects. That's how I think about it. That That's exactly what it is, except you don't need an engineer for the grade you know, mm-hmm. you go from grade one to grade five. It's just the guy who sold you the weapon, it's, but he takes engineering mats to mm-hmm. do it. And that's where you get your your stat increases, your armor and battery and shield. And, buffs. and those are by far the biggest upgrade you get. I mean, it's ridiculous. A grade four to a grade five is on average about 30% more damage. I mean, it, it is a big jump, just that last jump from four to five. So if you're thinking about jumping into, you know, CZs, you can do pretty well if you've just got, you know, a couple grade three weapons and a grade three suit, you'll be fine. You get grade five, it becomes a lot easier. So that's where before you even start doing the CZs, find yourself grade three suit, couple grade three weapons, and then trudge through getting at least your weapons up to grade five or at least one weapon to grade five. And in order to do that, you need ED Odyssey materials helper. Absolutely. Go get that. If you're going to be searching for mats, try to upgrade your suits. Uh, Data will attest to that app. I mean, it makes your life so, so much easier. And then, because this game always does this, you need to know the different methods of getting these different mats. Uh, like, if you're getting your... Um, I mean, obviously, restore missions, that's where you take a power regulator to a station, put it into the power uh, center and reboot the station. Those missions are super good for getting a bunch of little raw mats and collecting stuff. They're also great for getting power regulators. You go to a station, take one of those missions, and abandon the mission, free power regulator. Uh, $100,000 uh, fine. Fine, okay, 100,000 100, <laughs> credits, sorry. <laughs> I, we Nothing. have billions of credits, so yeah. 100,000 <laughs> credit fine, and you get a power regulator. And all of the suit upgrades require these power regulators, like a lot of them. And they are not abundantly found. 
literally the easiest way to find it other than that is if you're doing a mission at another station, stealing the power regulator from the station and shutting the power down to the whole station. You'll, you'll find power regulator power regulators at crash sites or in cabinets sometimes, but they're always degraded and those are useless. Yep, they, they're vendor trash, as yeah. you know, MMOs have known for years. You always have your vendor trash. Uh, now, if you're at a station, if you're at a settlement, sorry, a settlement, uh, and you know, yet you collect all the mats there and everything else, you can't just log out, log back in, and redo it like a lot of things in Elite Dangerous. You have to get back in your ship, fly into Super Cruise, and then right back in. Uh, literally, just jump to Super Cruise. Go back, and then you can redo everything. So, if you're doing a power restore mission, you can go to the go to the base, do the whole mission, boot, go boot the station up, mind you, boot the station up first, loot everything in there, because then you don't have to use your uh, uh, your cutter and your gun in order to open the doors. You'll have powered all the doors, so you can get everything, and you can do the data ports. Once you loot the entire uh, settlement. You go back, pull the power regulator, jump into Super Cruise, go back down to the planet, and you can reload everything, you know, turn the power back on and get everything free. But you can't just log out and log back in. It won't work. But if you go to points of interest like uh, uh, impacts, impact sites, irregular markers, um, uh, minor wreckage, those three type of things you go to if you find a super cruise and come back the stuff won't be back you have to log out to desktop at those sites if you log to desktop log back in then you can use the data port again you can collect the mats again and things like that so once again wonderful fdev you know um compelling gameplay where we're logging to desktop and logging back in in order to just farm a mat now, I have actually found recently that logging to desktop doesn't necessarily work all the time either unless I hop back in my SRV. If the data is on your character, sometimes it doesn't stick if you log out. You'll get new data, but the data that you got the first time won't be there. Inconsistency is their only consistency is all I can say. It, it's it's just a bit weird, but that's that's on the mats and in farming and you got to do a little bit of research if you have questions join our discord at uh what is our discord discord.io slash loose screws come ask questions everybody here will help you out data will hold your hand and teach you how to do everything um at you on the bottom when you're done there you go uh tussle your hair if you like now once you get you know, a suit to five and at least one weapon to five, then you can go do your CZs. And it took me 350 CZs from, you know, straight up rookie, whatever it's called, defenseless to get to elite. And it's all about the number of kills you get, the credits you're farming as you're doing this, the bonds, you know, every time you're killing people, you're collecting uh, credits. Easiest way I found to do this is... I want the laser rifle. You could do it with the rocket launcher also would probably work pretty good. And first engineering thing I put on my suit was jumping so I could get up to a high point so I could see the drop spots 
as new troops come in, they come in on the vulture and they drop down squads of five or six at a time in different spots. And if you're on a good map, you can be up high and you can see those spots. And with the laser rifle, you can just tag all five or six of those troops and you're getting the bonds when they die on everyone. So you can get collect enough bonds that each CZ you can get. I got up to 16, 17 million per CZ. Now, if I was actually playing the CZ properly, where I was trying to steal the, not steal, but uh, get the checkpoints, Maybe Delta, objective. Alpha, and do the objectives. If I'm doing the objectives, I'm not shooting every NPC that appears. I'm, I'm, you know, actually playing the objective. But if I'm stripping the shields from all of the squads that are dropping, the other NPCs on your team are cleaning them up and you're going to win anyway super quickly. And without getting the objectives, they're not losing resources and they're going to continue to drop more troops along the way. So getting the objectives actually kind of will slow down your race to elite. So I would just, as I said, I sat up there and just sniped away. Be careful. Those plasma sniper rifles, two shots will kill you if it's uh if it's one of those sharpshooters and you're not paying attention they could snipe you from a long ways away so just be moving around a little bit because those move so slow if if you're moving even just a little they're not going to hit you twice in a row and and you're going to be fine so that's what i say snipe as many as you can and secondly just avoid dying because if you die then you end up on the stupid shuttle and it can take a full minute to 90 seconds to get back in the fight. And during that time, how many enemies could you have tagged or killed? And and that'll slow you down. So I'm sure I could have done it faster than I did if I was a better player, but 350 CZs really isn't that bad, not compared to the thousands and thousands of uh, CQC matches I'm having to play to get to elite. Um, but those are those are... My advice, Odyssey Material Helper, for one, get a weapon and your suit to five, and I, I like the laser rifle. You could do it with the grenade launcher, I'm sure, um, you know, to tag as many targets because of the splash damage, but the laser rifle is very, very efficient, and if you strip shields off, your teammates will murder the shit out of the NPCs for you. Uh, one last tip. If you see another player... You may ask, how will I see another player? Because as players, we like to jump a lot. And the NPCs don't ever jump. They're always running. They will find staircases. They don't jump onto rooftops. You will see something jumping, and you're like, oh my god, that's a real player. Super easy to kill a regular player. Stop jumping. They won't know that you're not an NPC until you get close to them, or, you know, and, and you can just murder the shit out of them because they're jumping in the air. I ran into real players a whopping three times. <laughs> In, in those 350 matches, bumped into a, a real player three occasions and just murdered the ever-loving crap out of them because I just pretended I was an NPC and, and just with grade five weapons. So that, that's, that's my tip there also is another player in there, stop jumping. So any questions? I think that was comprehensive. Was it? I try yeah. to be helpful. For, for assets, those little tradable things that have the cool symbols beside them, the chemicals, the circuits, the tech, I'd go for those power-on missions. You can loot the bases after you turn the power on. Just uh, watch out for scavengers to show up. Either they're already there before you land, or you can just shoot them with missiles from your ship. Sometimes they show up while you're there. And 
for uh, the other mats, like the goods, if you've already said this, stop me. For the other mats, like the goods and the data, I've just been looking for missions, mostly material rewards. I was just looking at my notes that that's the missions are actually probably the easiest way to collect a lot of mats. Um, what I found right now though, is um, very helpful is go to an anarchy system. Once you have grade five suits and weapons, go to an anarchy system and just go murder everybody in an installation you get an extraction uh installation you know a mining inst installation or an agricultural you'll get a lot of the things you need you know you'll get your manufacturing stuff well that's data you'll get uh oh, i'm trying to think of what oh suit schematics yeah the, the lock locker and power rooms is where i've gotten more suit schematics than anywhere else and it doesn't matter what kind of installation it's in the power room make sure you use your torch and open the the cabinet in the power rooms that's a good place but as data said a lot of times you need something very specific like patrol reports or something like that or manufacturing instructions you can find a lot of are really good definitely look at the mission board you'll find a mission that has you know uh that'll pay you five of those yeah you know two of those missions takes you 20 minutes and there's 10 which will take care of most of your upgrade type stuff um a lot of key friction points manufacturing instructions because like all of your weapon upgrades need those uh, ionized gas is one that can be a, a friction point that can be hard to find at times uh for engineers opinion polls good freaking god that that's kit a power to unlock that's him data. yeah yeah kit fowler one of the first one of the first freaking engineers and it's it's a massive grind and if if you like running missions that's what i do and it helps if you have ed odyssey material helper because you can have wish lists of what you need to get an upgrade done so then you go to the message uh, mission board and look for specific things that you need um Power regulators, suit schematics, weapon schematics, all of those things are good mission board rewards you can collect pretty quickly. So, um, all right. I think that that's it. Don't, don't try to rush it. If you want to yeah, farm it, just hit it. Just hit it every time you play, and you'll, you'll get stuff. Actually, uh, let's go back to the BGS. It's a great way to help your BGS because you can turn on whatever factions you need to be boosting or or not. You just turn those factions off or those factions on and just do, run missions for those particular factions. So you can be grabbing the, the mat-specific rewards, but you're still going to be getting influence just lesser so. Yeah. But you can be helping your BGS by doing that in one of your your systems. Yeah, and while you're at it, you can take power on missions for the enemy and then keep the power regulators. Yep, so you're tanking the enemy. It's perfect. Win-win. We like and that. Always. I don't know if it's still like this, but I noticed that the power regulators are marked as stolen in my storage, and instead of having a stack of them, there's a separate slot for every yeah. single one of the stolen power yep. regulators. Every single one of them is its own separate, separate thing. So there's definitely a lot more data being tracked on those power regulators than just the fact that it's there and that it's stolen. 
since oh, they're still using separated. for engineering. Yeah. Okay, here's a giant pet peeve. When you go to sell your junk to, to the vendor, and why are the lists not all in alphabetical order? Have you noticed that? It goes like in alphabetical mm-hmm. order for like Randomly. a dozen of yeah. them, and then all of a sudden like four <laughs> in alphabetical order, and then all of a sudden the next bunch is in alphabetical order for no reason. Just put the whole fucking list I'm, in alphabetical order. I'm tracking the list of useless stuff in ED Odyssey Materials Helper, which yep. is alphabetical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then their list is it, it's alphabetical for a stretch, and then it switches. Well, then it's then it goes back to A and is in alphabetical again. Then switch oh my god it's why do they do stuff like that and how does that even happen it's got to be just a a database that's producing that list right i don't they didn't they didn't teach him alphabet in uh, bartender school i guess yeah but it's <sighs> not it's not random it's like some of it is i i don't know it boggles my brain one other quick pet peeve when you're in a station and you run to the elevator if I get in the far right elevator, I should <laughs> appear in the station in the far right elevator. If I pick the second from the left and I go up, I should come out on the second to the left. I should not be coming out of a different elevator than I hopped in. Just saying. Random. You know what the funny part about the elevators is? Even when you can't instance with someone uh, who owes Lark Shadow, I couldn't instance with. We couldn't see each other, but he saw the elevators open when I came in and out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how does that make any fucking sense how does any of this make any sense dude uh, here here's a fun one when you're crouched and you're moving you'll see your body shadows yeah. of your body as though you're standing next to your head it it freaks me out i keep thinking I, until i got used to it and knew it knew that it was just a stupid graphical snafu on their part I, I always thought that you know i was being attacked but it, no it's it's the fact that when you're crouched your body is still rendering apparently next to you. your head yeah i'm the scorpion yeah. oh okay that was 42 minutes it took yeah you? so i went to like four different military systems and then i was like let me check the planetary port since you know there's the ax weapons have to be bought on the planetary ports so the first military planetary port I went to, boom, there they are. That's what I was going to tell him earlier, but I wanted to see uh, if he'd find out. Nice. You wasted, like, how many minutes of my time? 42, apparently. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Nurgle. You're such a bro. I'm glad I did. <laughs> he's such a dad. That's what he's here for. He's Junior so has bad. to learn his own lessons. <laughs> All right. So now uh, we got Galnet recap. I, I think we have a recording by Bard, but does anybody have it? I don't. Nope. Um, I'm pretty sure Trax is just going to have to insert here. All right. Where are we? 45 minutes in. Somebody make a note that 45 minutes in, we'd have to add that. So, uh, hey, Trax, right. put Bard here. Insert Bard here. <laughs> right now. Insert Bard here. Welcome aboard the Tinhattium Express. Please ignore any tingling sensations you might feel. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this one kind of short. Work's been kind of crazy. Really tired, and I'd really just like to go to bed. So let's get started. Uh, the NMLA's boys aren't back in town. Uh, Captain Milo Castile boards the Steel Majesty, arresting and killing NMLA operatives, preventing reunification with Theta-7. Uh, pretty cool right there. Just uh, getting shit done, kicking ass, taking names. The only thing I found kind of weird about 
this community goal that wrapped up is that the imperial faction in control of this whole thing agreed to pay pilots who aided terrorists. I mean, I get it. Okay, fine. You know, it's part of the gameplay. Really? Whatever. Let's just move on. Uh, the Empire uh, is allowed to continue existing after Emperor Arissa Langley Duvall passes away eventually. Uh, I mean, we all know Ashling isn't... Well, she might. I don't know. We all know uh, Ashling might not just even take the throne, but anyways, uh, Lady Astrid, uh, uh, Astrid Minerva Duvall, wife of Hadrian Duvall, gives birth to a son. And the community goal was to deliver rare goods in celebration of said uh, childbirth. It's uh, about really all there is. I mean, the reward is either free ships and or discounted stuff, depending on your level of participation. But uh, moving on, uh, Scrivener's scramble to scatter leaves Orion crying. Uh, the Knowledge Core and all heavy-handed hints at Guardian Knowledge are no longer available because the Scrivener's have disappeared. This, of course, has raised concerns over their survivability as a clan that survived for the past 200 years can suddenly no longer survive. I mean, I can't imagine why that could possibly be. <clears throat> Anyways... Moving on to the final story, kind of a short news week. Uh, the fatalists are pissed, and they're not allowed to die the way they want to. Uh, that is the the fatalists, of course, being the Far God cult, being held hostage by uh, Theta Seven, and Act is somehow attempting to resolve the uh, the situation with as few casualties as possible. How that's going to work, I have. Absolutely no idea. Something I'm sure is going to happen, and it's going to be great. Maybe. I don't know. I'm actually just super tired, and that's all I've got for uh, uh, Galnet stuff. Now, CG, uh, Community Goal predict, Prediction. Wow. Here we go. Uh, Thargoid stuff. That's all I have written down. I mean, the invasion is getting stronger, so, I don't know. That's, I mean, we have, we had two topics this past week. It was the NMLA and the Empire, uh, the Scriveners, but, but that's, that, that's it. That's all we had. So now we've got, what, I, I don't know. I don't know what to go off that. So, yeah, Thargoid stuff. I am super tired. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. All right, dev news. Uh, all right, let's cover the dev news for the week. There, there's streams and all that. Then we can get into some discussion stuff here. Uh, Tuesday stream, there wasn't one, um, so there was nothing there. Wednesday's stream, they had a pre-recorded SRV stunts uh, extravaganza that they did, where they oh, yeah, did they put one in orbit. I actually no, they did not. They should have. Uh, well, then, then I'm not impressed. Uh, for a change, I actually uh, watched uh, this because I knew that the SRV, you know, the new is it actually officially called the Scorpion or or what is it yeah. called? You know, yeah, it's the Scorpion. Looks, looks more like a beetle, like a water beetle or something. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't really look like a scorpion to me. It doesn't have 
a tail. It should have a tail, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I digress. Yeah, the gun could have been a big freaking tail that came up over the top. That would have been cool. But what I want to know is the 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 SRV that was shown in that piece of art. What was that? I don't know. Where's it at? Um, hopefully, it's going to be coming soon. Another variant? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think that they yeah they need a bunch of variants. They really do. Yeah. I, I mean, Alec Turner loves SRVs. They need to give him as many as possible. And I think that he, I don't know if he won or not. I, I said I watched it, but I don't remember when they actually determined the winner. I think in they, second place. Yeah, it was it that was Tharg, the guy who shot the Thargoid, right? Mm, Ended up winning. I think so, yeah. Alec Turner's was far more impressive. And yeah. oh my God, the skill on what he did. I'm like, wow. And then finding the right location. Alec, hats off, buddy. You know my feelings on the SRV. Yeah, yeah, you, you won that night. I don't think it was even close. Anybody can jump in the air and shoot a Thargoid if they want. Uh, not everybody paid off. Yeah, not everybody can find that perfect launching spot <laughs> to do like you did, and then barrel roll, turn around backwards, drive backwards, jump back in the air, barrel roll, flip over, and land perfectly on the other side. That was it. Was very impressive. If you want to see SRV skill, go watch the stream. But then at the end of that, they showed that the amazing, you know, reveal. They they, they were okay during the stream. There there were a couple of odd things they did. One was they kept talking about the commander or whatever it was was coming up later in the episode, and they were showing these short clips of of basically just a commander in a flight suit, and they were making it seem like he was he was I don't know something it's, amazingly it's a, special. Mm. I mean the bit the bit was the Stig from Top Gear. That's is that what it was? <laughs> that's what they were doing. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that that's fine. Went over my head because I'm a redneck American who hasn't paid enough attention to Top Gear. But then, what I the joke also arf with the Raoul thing. I, that was out of nowhere. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I didn't know. It's uh, was he like in a pre meeting? He's like, I'm going to keep talking about my mentor or some, oh, you know, yeah. the greatest driver I ever saw. And I'll just keep making stuff up. Well, he obviously had all these little um, witticisms and words of wisdom yeah. from Raul written down, and he he was ready to use them. But I, I'm not missing a joke. That was literally just out of left field. Maybe it started on a previous stream because I don't usually watch him either. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, no, none of you guys know who Raul is. Arf's, Arf's. Uh, I, I no, appreciate the dedication to the to the bit. That, that yeah, he, he did stick to it. I, I will admit, I I did start to chuckle because I'm, I, and I don't want to say it was pity laughs, but it was to the point of like I can't believe he's going to keep going with this because <laughs> it wasn't like it was getting a great response from the other people on the stream even. <laughs> It was like, they're like, oh God, more Raul. So, all right, Raul's the greatest. So the so stream was a, a bit odd, and I'm glad I, I wasn't the only one that missed the joke there. So that so was Wednesday. A bit, a bit, a bit long. Yeah, <laughs> it did It did seem to go a bit long. They could they could polish that turd a little bit, and it, it would be okay. more entertaining. Right. But I, I'm not I'm not going to complain. They they definitely put in some work and and and. Good job, guys. More of that. I'd be okay with another one. More stunts and stuff, but definitely shrink it down. They they talked too long on each one. They should have just gone, oh, that was good. All right, some scores, and moved on to the next one and, and kept kept it moving. But that could have also been because 
everybody knew that the SRV reveal was coming. Yeah. So we kind of, you know, it's like, oh, come on, get on with it. That's why I was watching. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so then uh, that was yesterday. And then today they dropped patch nine. Well, the two, <laughs> the two big things with this were obviously the new SRV. And second um, was the multi-Olympic controller. Um, let's start with the uh, Olympic controller. Nurgle, you, you, you were talking about it earlier, and you, you ingested definitely a little bit of salt on this. You might need a glass of water from what you were reading earlier. So yeah, I mean, tell I, us, tell us the, the downsides of this. The, the use case for the Olympic controllers is going to be pretty small. I'm, I, I don't want to say they're useless because I can certainly envision some situations where you would use them, but like the, the class seven universal Olympic controller um, to, to preface to preface what you're going to say, the name of the game with these modules was going to be balance. They're, right? How, how are they going to balance having them all combined to make them a little bit, in some ways, worse than the individual modules? Okay. Right. So it's like the the seven A Universal Olympic controller, the do everything controller, is a hundred and fifty tons. <laughs> so if you were thinking about putting that on your exploring ship, you could kiss that goodbye because that that's probably going to cost you five light years of jump range. Well, let, let's just so, for some uh, I'm actually looking at it right now. It okay. costs six light years of jump range on my exploration anaconda. I'm in the menu. I'm looking at the seven A right now. Oh, wow! It is incredibly inconvenient for it to be what did, that. What did you have heavy. in that seven slot? That was my that. fuel scoop. Okay, so I had the fuel oh, scoop, okay. size six cargo rack with individual size five and three limpets, depending on their purposes. What I'm planned on doing was the fuel scoop was going to become a size six. Cargo was going to get knocked down to the f size five and four slots, since you know when they're empty they don't weigh anything. And then I was going to take that size seven, you know, do it all controller, which I was going to be okay with a a small penalty to effectiveness of the limpets, but well, yeah. The repair capacity is 310 on a size 7 limpet. Excuse me, what? How, do, how does that compare? I don't have a point of reference for that. Um, shit, I guess I could go look at the other one. Uh, I don't have one of my ships on me, but I yeah, can look I at the repair limpet controller that's currently outfitted to my ship. So a, while 5D, a 5D can repair 310, so you're basically making it a size 5 into 7. I mean, I guess... It's not terrible, but I feel like a size 7 limpet should be able to repair more than 310. Uh, yeah. What percentage of your hull would that be? Not much. So, and by the way, there's a, there's a link to a Reddit post in the show notes that has pictures of almost all the limpet controllers and how the uh, fire group assignment works. And has a lot of the details on this. Uh, which One thing is what I noticed, I don't know if this applies to all of it, but the limpet lifetime on the universal controller is infinite. Because it count? shows it shows the lifetime of a prospector limpet. 
but everything else is still limited. Every yeah, the, and this has already been tested. Limits expire. <clears throat> yeah, but it it's apparently for duration. It shows the longest possible duration of any limpet it can fire, which for a prospector is infinite until you disable it. That's booty stupid. But the booty. the size three and the. The, like I said, the, the post I'm reading did a, an analysis of all of the size 3 mining controllers. So here's your problem with the... So the mining controller, for reference, does prospector limits and collector limits. The size 3 has a maximum of four limits. Well, if you fire off four prospector limits, you cannot fire off a controller limit until you reset the module to destroy those limits. Conversely, if you have four collectors out, you can't fire off another prospector until you kill off one of the collector limpets. Which that is, is poo poo. Yeah, that's stupid. And that, it's, that, 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 that makes you wind up just getting two limpet controllers, anyways. And it's like, all right, well, why did I need the multi limpet controller? Right. But wait, it gets worse. So there's apparently not a class A mining limpet controller, at least one had not been found at the time this article was posted. So if you're laser mining, a Class A prospector is very important because it increases the maximum the amount of yield you can get from an asteroid. So if you're using like a Class C limpet controller, you're getting half as much out of the rock than if you have it than is as if you had an A. So that's bad. And then I want to give complete quote to a complete credit to this guy on Reddit, Ovine Aviation, who posted this, because this is perfect. So, and this is a quote. If the 3C mining controller has four active, that would be the same as having a prospector with one limpet, a 1C, and a size 5C three limpet collector. Separately, these weigh 21.3 tons before engineering. The size 3 mining controller weighs 52 tons. Mm. So it is more than twice as heavy as the individual uh, controllers would be. And you can't engineer it right now to make it lighter. And you could engineer the individual ones. Now, we were kind of talking before we started recording that on a mining ship, weight is probably not your most critical component, which is true. But if those weights hold true for the other multi-limpet components or multi-limpet controllers, that's, that could be a problem. Oh, it's a big problem. It's a huge problem because I really wanted to put it on my exploration anaconda. Uh, but going back to the repair capacity, they do have a 7 repair at this station, and it's 450 for your standard size 7 repair limpet. So I guess the, it's, yeah. the 310 is more. Yeah. It isn't horrible. I mean, it's in line with a size 5, but... The weight kills it. Just if they just made it lighter weight, like I wouldn't even be upset about the fact that you know it's right. not going to be able to. I mean, this is an exploration ship. Like I'm only going to need those limpets in like extreme use cases. So if they just make it engineerable, so I can make it lightweight, then honestly, I think it'll be fine. You know, the, the size seven uh, multi-use, anyways. The other yeah. ones, yeah, no, the the mining ones are going to need a much deeper rework than the the others. But the, the big thing that has to happen is either the weight has to come down some or they have to make it where you can put lightweight on it because the weights for all of them are just unbelievable. Well, I mean, I wouldn't give a shit if my mining one was heavy, but it needs to have a higher limpet count. Because, I mean, 
I need a lot of collectors. So my Type 9 is not going to give a shit if I load it down with a 300-ton limpet controller as long as it can do what I want it to. Right. But for the other ones, weight is going to be a big consideration. Oh, yeah. Like the like the Xeno ones. Like I'm not putting that heavy motherfucker on my stripped-down, shieldless Mamba. Like, it's, no. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I don't... I'm trying to wrap my head around it a little bit, and I can definitely see where the issues are, but at the end of the day, I don't, I, I'm glad they're in the game, and it makes for some decisions. I mean, if, if you're not super deep into it and and theory crafting the ideal thing yeah yeah, it might it might just work for what you need it to do i don't and you know all of us use specialized ships so these aren't really something we would use right and for a newer player i mean it's kind of like a prepackaged thing that it tells you what it's for it's got what you need maybe i haven't really looked into them but at least that idea makes sense to me like you need to go mining okay pick out the mining with the controller, let's get what you need, even if it's, it's not also, great. It's almost 8 million credits for the 7A multi Olympic controller, which I know I'm that mentioning affect about it, but I'm player. buying two of them right yeah. now just to have storage. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They, 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 I, I don't have any real problem with, with that. I mean, the patch had other issues, like... I don't know. Uh, fire groups were gone when I logged on, and when I tried, yep, to, yes. when I tried to put them back in, it wouldn't let me do more than one fire group. I had to log out and log back in. Then I was able that, to fix fire groups. That has been fixed because I just had to redo some of mine, and I was able to redo them all. Okay, yeah. That, that I mean that. Once again, the bugs that they end up with. What was? Oh, duh. The lipid controller because the new fire exactly. group stuff. Duh. Exactly. Oftentimes, I'm like, where, well, how did this bug come about? Oh. That's where that was because they had to change the way fire groups worked. Interesting. Well, that makes I mean, sense. It's nice to look at my uh, fire group and see that many uh, <laughs> living controllers on here, but. But how did they not catch because that in FDEV? Quality control. Because FDEV. Huh. Yeah, I just. I... I don't know. I'm puzzled that they, they do stuff like this at times. It just boggles my mind because uh, it would have taken a half dozen players. They could have been like, hey, Lave Radio, can you guys test this out for us? We're going to give you the patch tonight and you guys just log in and see what's busted. They'd be like, dude, my fire groups are gone. Dude, I, I, you know, I knew two seconds in, you know, I hopped to a system and I couldn't use my discovery scanner. I'm like, why is the discovery scanner not? And, you know, it, Took me two seconds, one jump. As soon as I logged in, my ship was sitting on the carrier, and it was like, "Hey, no fire groups defined." I was like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> that uh, how I I don't know. They they need to do just a tiny bit of quality checking. Just uh, to, to log into the game once. Does anybody at FDF play this game? <laughs> I well, I don't well, know. I mean, th- and that's it's, it's entirely possible that they knew that that was a thing and they probably just didn't feel like fixing it because honestly it's a very minor problem yeah but why wouldn't they say in the patch notes uh fix fire you know you'll need to fix fire groups when you log on because you'll figure it out Uh, (laughs) i don't know yeah but if if they say i don't know it comes back to communication i think 
Which yes. brings me to what I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit tonight was, uh, you know, because a lot of people, they did not communicate that this was, they did not specifically say this wasn't going to be in Horizons. A lot of people thought they had said it was going to be in Horizons, but nobody can produce any evidence that they said that. I think people I, yeah. misheard. I thought it was. I, yeah. I misremembered the multi-Olympic controller being yes. in Horizons when I thought it was the SRV. Yeah. And I I totally understand how people might have misinterpreted that, but it was a lot of people are <laughs> stating it as fact. Oh no, it's coming to Horizons too. It's coming to Horizons too. And I was like, okay, I nobody has said it. I thought Arf said something about something coming to Horizons, but that was the Olympic controller. Yeah. Now, what I want to ask, obviously, that was a commu- communication issue. They they should have probably said it wasn't coming, and I've got some opinions on this too but what do you guys think about you know when they put out new things what should go to horizons and what shouldn't should horizons players be upset that this was not uh given to them in horizons let's go dubs first dubs is not yes Uh, no 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 no, i'm here so yes in my opinion on my, like how I feel about it not being in Horizons. Yeah, well, uh, two parts of this. First, the SRV not being in Horizons, and second, the lip and controller going to Horizons. Why? <laughs> why one and not the other? I don't really have an answer because it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Uh, did they come out with a reason that did it, did they say it was intentional or not? That it didn't. Are we sure it wasn't just today? No, they did come out today that it was uh, the new SRV is not intended. And intended. Sally uh, posted on the forum specifically. Nope, that it that SRV is not intended to go to Horizons. Why? It's uh, asking you. I was asking yeah, that, you. It, it, we, I mean, I don't have an answer. It doesn't make sense to me either. Like, so you you, you, like th- you think that's a crap that that it should have gone yeah, to Horizons? No, it, or are you okay with it? Should have. There's no reason okay. that it wouldn't have. It makes it doesn't make much sense to me that it wouldn't have. I, I would say the reason you. is it's another selling point to get people to buy Odyssey. Right. That's that's, that's what it is. That's what yeah. it is. So it's so a technical is, limitation, is, or they want to push you to the new expansion, which. Yeah, is that, and it, it's obviously not a technical limitation because we already have an SRV in in Horizons, and we mm-hmm. can already, yeah. you know. So I, I don't see it as a technical limitation, unless it's the whole physical multi-crew thing, and that only does that. But why they wouldn't set it up like a ship in Horizons because you can multi-crew in with somebody down on a planet surface, you know, sitting in their ship. Why? You know that that's a possibility, I suppose. Maybe, but my know. my question more outside of the technical is is if it was possible to give Horizons, should they have? Yes, yes. definitely should have. There's 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 nothing about the Scarabs <laughs> gameplay that has a, a valid reason to not go to the Horizons platform, other than people with Horizons yeah. haven't paid for. Or, yeah, Maybe I mean, it's because there's something with it that, you know, there's something about it that consoles can't have it. So they're like, all right, well, if the console Horizons can't have it, then PC Horizons can't have it. That's getting back to the technical side of it. What about you, Teflon? What do you think? Yes, no? Should Horizons have had it? 
Yes, I think I think they should have it. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than uh, I understand why they're doing it. They want to push people towards the new expansion. They're trying to get people to pay for the new for new content. And, and see, I, I I'm with you on that. That's why this. Honestly, I understand, like you said, fully understand why they didn't is to get people to buy Horizons to, or buy Odyssey so they can get the new SRV. But this makes so much sense to force them uh, to give to Horizons to get Horizons players to log back in to play the game. Then maybe they'll buy her, buy Odyssey. You know what I'm saying? This is like that morsel that you'd give. Whereas the Olympic controller to me is. <laughs> Is more of a, a you know pay to win kind of thing. It's an actual gameplay loop. We're finding out that it's weak, so it's not really a pay to win, but it actually you know uh, affects gameplay. So that one you kind of had to go in both because it's not a, a pay. It would be a pay to win. It's it's a module that you buy Odyssey, you get that's that would give you an advantage over Odyssey over Horizons players if it wasn't as imbalanced as it was. It, with how heavy it is and how you guys were complaining about it, they could have just given it to Odyssey players. But I oh, understand yeah. why they didn't. You got to keep Odyssey non-pay to win. In the SRV, I can see how that's not necessarily a pay to win because there's no real ground combat for Horizons, really. But then again... I honestly think if they'd have given it to Horizons, how many people who hadn't logged in in a few months would have logged on just to try f- driving that SRV today and seen what it was like and then been like, hey, this is kind of cool. Let's go. I I might change my mind and buy Odyssey now. You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, has, anyone answered, has anyone answered what happens when you log out of Odyssey and into Horizons while sitting in the SRV? No. But I've seen Not that I've seen. We're about to find out, boys. Good, good. We can do this live on the show. Well, record it, it on the show. <laughs> we'll I, do it live. That's that's the whole. It's egg sucks. The decisions they here. make. I can't, <laughs> I can't wrap my head around the decisions. But that's like you know, th- there's a new SRV today and a new lipid controller that were the highlights of this expansion. I didn't bother to go buy either one or even see what they did. They're just a couple more shovels thrown in the sandbox that if I need, I'll go try. I don't know. Yeah. That's that's this game I, in a nutshell, I guess. I I tried out the new SRV taking out scavengers for power store mission. And and how did it work? I was curious about that versus infantry. What do you mean? Is the oh, scavengers on foot, yeah. How did oh. it work? It worked okay. So the <clears throat> plasma turret or whatever it is on top, it's like a Gatling gun. Increase when you hold the trigger down, it increases the fire rate. You know, it has to spool up, but it's always oh, really? firing. Okay, cool. And it it's it's not super accurate. There's a lot of spread in the shots. It gets a little bit more accurate the longer you fire. So you can you can hit a person from a decent distance. Was it's it not was as it easy, as, Is it easier in the scarab? Oh, the scarab's Easier. dead accurate when you target somebody. Exactly. Yeah. When you got the turret, scarab's more more accurate, definitely. But you got that the missile launcher on this that's pretty fun too. That that's a one hit, one hit kill or one hit shields, and then another hit to 
take out their armor. On on yeah. on foot dudes. Yeah. So this thing's definitely probably kind of geared towards other vehicles or uh vehicle, drones vehicle that fly around. That. The yeah, I wonder, how it, wonder how it does against ships. You can dumb fire or lock on with yeah. the uh with it. It'll I'd be it'll curious lock on. So it kicked me to orbit, it. but the scorpion is still in my ship. I can look at the scorpion in and you're my, in horizons. Yeah, in horizons. I can look down at my, you know, the, the panel by your knees. Okay, and so it you stays can see in it right there. there. SRV Scorpion. What if you land on a planet without atmosphere? You know, a, a horizons planet. Would you be That's able? That's what I'm fixing to do. I'm fixing to yeah. fly down to this planet surface. I'm going to land on it and see if I can deploy the scarab or scorpion. Scorpion, yeah. <laughs> See, I wonder how the Scorpion, the missiles and stuff against uh, settlement defenses, you know, the, the guns that you come up against is right. coming in. The sound, the sound design is nice. I like it. The sound uh, of that, the engine as you're driving. That's a no-brainer. One thing, um, so the, the jump boosters, like, you know, when you set all four pips to engines and you're trying to, like, fly, you're not doing that in the, scare, the Scorpion. Super, it, it's super weak. Absolute trash. Bad, bad thrusters. It's enough to get uh, you, like, unstuck from a rock. How fast is it with four pips when you're... It's slow, too. Like, it's not 15, as fast as the Scarab. Per second. 15? Yeah. But Gross. It, it, it looks fast. Better. It drives it better. Does. The traction it, on it is nice. Yeah. You don't slide around. It, it's heavier. It, it, wait, wait, wait. If I only do half throttle on a Scarab, I'm not sliding around either. If I'm traveling at 15 in a Scarab, I'm going to handle uh, like a dream. That's true. Maybe. It feels like it handles better. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the the the, the weapons or the the engines capacitor and the boosting was just not not there. And when I went to the uh, like the turret view, like I'm kind of disappointed that the barrel didn't rotate. Like it sounds like it should have a tri barrel that rotates, but it doesn't. <laughs> oh, I'd assumed that it did. I didn't even pay nope, attention. No, it does. It does not rotate. Oh, doesn't have damn. the animation. Disappointed. But I don't know. It's a wankle rotary. The firing chamber rotates, not the barrels. <laughs> My God, looking at it parked right next to the scarab, I would have thought it was faster than the scarab. It looks like it should no. be a quick little zip around thing. It won't, it won't let me deploy it from the ship. It's just the options just grayed out. Okay, so it's just it's just a dead module. It's still in your ship, but it's just dead. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It's just, yeah. They they should have they should have just given it to Horizons. I they know. should have. I mean, I know the thinking was there's no need for a combat SRV in Horizons because there's no surface combat, and and also if yeah, they but, want the surface combat, they can buy Odyssey and do it. But if they had just given it to Horizons players, it would have been such a. I want to see somebody a, at a Guardian site with it fighting, yeah. fighting, fighting the skimmers or whatever they're called. This. The and, Guardian it, yeah. and it would have been ships. such an incentive to get Odyssey. So that you could, you're like, oh yeah, there's this cool new SRV. It's for ground combat. How do I do ground combat? Well, you have to buy Odyssey. All right, I'm buying Odyssey. Yeah. I think you're going to see this sort of thing more and more. More stuff's going to come to Odyssey. Horizons and, and, go as well. and, and I Legacy. fully understand it should, but then they should, something like this is a good is a good thing to bring a Horizons player back in to test drive and be like, oh, yeah, I want to go do that ground combat because this is cool. Right. Instead of forcing me, oh, I got to spend $30 to 
even test drive it. This is, yeah, I, I don't know. They, they did it backwards, in my opinion. I mean, I'm also the mindset of it's $30, $40, whatever the fuck the cost is of the uh, the expansion. Like, if you've been playing this game long enough to even think about it, you may as well just spend the money. Just just buy it. It's so much. It, it's it's not that expensive. And and I'm I I'll admit right now I'm having a lot of fun with the Odyssey side of it. I yeah. I avoided it for quite a while. I I didn't want a first person shooter in my space game. I'm glad that they added it, but I would have much rather had more space flight stuff. If we were doing atmospheric landings where we were having to use some kind of skill to not f up our ship as we're flying through atmospheres or atmospheric combat in our ships you know so, there was so much other stuff i wanted ship interiors you know so much stuff i wanted other than this pew pewing but i'm having fun with it it's i don't know uh, even the tedium of the engineering it's 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 a pain but once you get it figured out it's like almost everything in this game it's super hard to learn and it's so frustrating like some of these on foot missions these sneaking around missions and stuff when you first start doing them it's like what the fuck am i supposed to do i just died again why and then you start to figure out how it works and it's it's actually kind of fun and it can do missions in a lot of different ways you know another thing i'd like to see with this scorpion combat srv they should make it to where, as you're flying down to the surface, you can select it, hit deploy while the ship's still flying. It could open the landing bay, or the, the bay mm -hmm. door, and let you be in the seat, because you still have the same joystick and throttle inside the SRV, allow you to you know, finish flying the ship down, hit the deploy button, ship takes off to orbit, the fucking badass. SRV plummets to the that ground. Yeah, that would be badass. That would have been super cool, for sure. Uh, write a letter to your local congressman. He'll, <laughs> he'll get, he'll get right that, on that. He'll get yeah. right on that. He'll be like, right. shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, nerd. All right. Uh, I don't know. Any other discussion on this? We've actually gotten almost a full-length show out of this tonight without Mommy here. Yes, we have. Yeah. The uh, There's still the bug I read about where your the missiles in the new SRV do not restock when you restock. So that's annoying because oh, no. I just dropped into a combat zone to try it out. Oh no! Did they even have no missiles? <laughs> synth some, synth some, quick! Uh, are you crazy? <laughs> restock? You mean like just docking it on the ship, or no? It is when you go to a station and I hit restock my. Oh, ammo. then how are you supposed to restock it? Buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, this the SRV is not that expensive. You could just blow yeah. it up when you're done with it every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's disposable. <laughs> I used. I that's like why it. I got a size six uh, SRV bay inside my Anaconda because they were disposable. Uh, back when I was doing the crystal uh, shard farming, there was the one of those plants. I don't remember. Like every single one of them was down in the fucking middle of a a freaking uh, ravine. So I would just jump oh, yeah. down there, do what I was gonna do, blow up the SRV. Oh, I'm in orbit. All right, we're out of here. <laughs> I think that was ruthium that's down in the bottom of all those pits. Ah, everything's disposable. It's a fucking video game. Yeah. Amen. Uh, all right. Well, I don't know. I'm going to shout out our Discord is uh, discord.io uh, slash loose screws. Come join us. Have some fun. Our buddy Crash is uh, planning. We're planning a PvP uh, event coming up real quick. That's not CQC. I think we're going to try to keep CQC going as best we can. Um, 
getting the trophy shouldn't be the end of our CQC fun because we get a good group of people together and have fun with that. So if we get some of that going, also come uh, go visit the website, Loose Screws. That's loosescrewsed.com. Uh, you can buy mugs, uh, yoga pants, um, t-shirts, <laughs> yoga <laughs> pants, buy what, me some of those, what, whatever you want. Get, get the yellow ones, man. They look good on you. I'm sure that's not a visual I needed. Um, um, other than that, I, uh, cheese of the week. I'm just going to go. I've got my cheese advent calendar back this year. My wife found one finally, and I'm just going to end with a cheese joke tonight. What was Marlon Brando's cheesiest film? The Gouda Father. And that oh. is how we're going to end the show. Oh, my God. Oh, my All God. Right. I hate you. I know you do. <laughs> Love you, too, buddy. You know, uh, I just had an idea. I should make a T-shirt design that says, I got bullied by Teflon. And all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> you should do it. You should do it. I want to get my or, wife uh, I got bullied for Christmas. So. I got bullied by Teflon and had to pay to prove it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's better. Yes. <laughs> I like it. We might have to uh, let's put that on the, on the agenda. Uh, you know, next week, I don't know if Trax will be back. He said he was going to miss two or three shows this month. So we might be scrounging again next week. Uh, I I think you guys should vote in Discord for which one of us should uh, have to helm this thing. I'm putting it on dubs. Uh, I'm the worst option for that. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> Spoof brain. Don't you, yeah, don't you know? I'm stupid. <laughs> don't you know? You just don't put a Minnesota on it. Don't you know, don't eh? Jeez. Don't you know? Yeah. Don't hey, you so know? I've, I've been flying, or flying, I've been driving this new SRV around since, you know, for the last five minutes, and this thing does not, you know, you never notice, like, you hit a rock with one of the wheels on the, the old SRV and it goes into a fucking tumble? Yeah. This thing just eats it. It just goes right over it like it wasn't there, and then it, it fucking climbs almost vertical walls. Nice. Huh. So there's that. Huh. I heard that, uh, that's that, all I that something no like uh, scanning data ports. It wasn't able to do. Oh, I don't know. Why would I scan a data port when I could just shoot it? That's what this thing's meant for. Well, yeah, that's I, I'm with you, but some people were complaining about that. I said, I don't know. There, there's lots of this just came out today, and they're still working out the bug. So yeah, we'll have more information by next week. People are going to find all kinds of little hiccups, I'm sure, and what it can and can't do, and and hopefully they just cave and give it to Horizons before next week. That would be yeah, nice. We'll see. Maybe they'll cave and give Odyssey to uh, consoles too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. They'll just give up altogether. Console. What, what? What's an Xbox? That, that's never, a whole never other, heard that's, of it. That's a whole other discussion <laughs> that I want to have. Uh, if Trax isn't here, we're going to discuss whether they should keep pushing for consoles or abandon consoles. We'll, just we'll give end up the show together. on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night.